All right, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Told you guys we're going to have a special episode uh, this afternoon. Top 247 rankings release, uh, 24-7 sports finalizing the recruiting football recruiting rankings for the class of 2020. Uh, This immediately impacts uh, every program in the country in terms of their, you know, team ranking and player rankings and all that. They finished it up, and I think this will finalize the 24-7 sports composite because if I'm not mistaken, Rivals and ESPN have finished their rankings as well. Um, At recording time, uh, this is pre-recorded, pre-released, so I can get it to you right away. Uh, I will say this, uh, I, uh, I have the, the spreadsheet in front of me, uh, I guess the, 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 the behind the scenes embargoed list. Um, I also know that sometimes these things can change slightly. In other words, the 18th guy could be 19th. Let me flip a guy here and there. And that's to be expected because right up to the last minute, you're always tinkering and evaluating. Uh, so if the numbers are just off a little bit, um, you know, let me know, or don't let me know, or I'm sorry, you know, but it's close. It'll be close enough. Um, and the first guy we're going to talk about, South Carolina commitment, Jordan Birch. Uh, Birch is uh, a five-star player. He's been a consensus guy all year. People talked about him maybe being number one in the country. He's been top five uh, in most of the rankings. Uh, dropped by rivals a little bit. ESPN, I think, held him steady. Uh, and today, 24-7 Sports made the call to drop him uh, from number eight overall in the country to number 17 with a numerical grade of 98. That's the lowest five-star grade you can get. Um, and I'm going to go through all the moves, and I'm going to tell you whether I you know, agree or disagree. Um, and um, you know, we'll go from there. But, f- but first, like I promised you, uh, Charles Power and Barton Simmons, two of our very fine analysts at 24-7 Sports, actually broke down uh, the Justin Birch move and talked about it. You know, both these guys have seen him in person, watched all the film, done all that. So I'm going to give you uh, Charles and Barton right now and let you hear what they have to say. So number 17 is an interesting one. Jordan Birch, South Carolina commit, not a signee yet. Uh, he, I, I would say probably... We were heading into the All-American season um, needing some questions answered on Jordan Birch. And I'd say, if anything, like he dropped here. He dropped from 8 to 17, and he had previously dropped from like 2 to 8 before that. So there is, I think it's fair to say that, that you know, his senior season wasn't what we wanted it to be. Um, it just give, like He was good. And, and so it's, it's all relative, but um, given the competition he plays, which is really low level competition, he wasn't as dominant as you wanted him to be. And so, you know, we, I don't know that we knew what to expect for him out of the All American game. And Charles, would you agree or would you say that he probably exceeded our expectations a little bit and kind of kind of slowed that fall from from what we what might have been even steeper drop? Yeah. So I, I think of everybody at the Under Armour game, Jordan Birch, play, like he plays the worst competition on, on Friday nights. Most of the, most of the guys he's going up against in, in his, like the private school league in South Carolina would not start for like a, your average uh, high school. So it's really like, for me, it was more like, it wasn't even like that. He may be disappointed as a senior. It's just hard. Like, it's just hard to tell. Right. Like he's, and, and you kind of see that. So, you know, seeing him at Under Armour moving around in drills 
you know, just kind of in, especially like at, at times flashing in, in one-on-ones and team periods, like you see it, like he has five-star uh, physical tools. He has that athleticism, his size, uh, he's gotten bigger. He really kind of might be like an interior guy now. At, I, I would ballpark him probably at, you know, 270, 280. Um, but, but he's really light on his feet. And if you were just kind of going through picking, like who are the five-star um, you know, physical guy, physical like physical trait guys yeah, here. Right. He he would be one for sure. Um, and I think he showed that at times. But then also there were also times where, like, he really kind of like, he, basically when he would go to get blocked, it was like he did never he didn't know what to do. And I, I think a lot of that's because he's never really been blocked before. So I I think Jordan Birch definitely showed the the five star upside, and that's why we still have him there. But he's probably not as uh, as ready to play as some of the ones ahead of him. And that's probably why he moved down a little bit. Um, it, the upside is there, but he's probably going to need a little time on campus and, and really to be a Frank going up against um, better players than he's seen before. But um, we, we, we saw the the upside there and it's, it's, it, it's um, definitely evident. So I, I think with him, it was just more about maybe kind of recalibrating him, um, you know, kind of more in that, in that 10 to 20 range and really, uh, it's also worth noting, like we, our, our sample size in Jordan Birch was, was pretty low. Like we haven't, we hadn't seen him against this type of competition in in really a year. So um, it was really we were kind of just holding off to the All Star game to get a better um, kind of kind of indicator on where he stood. And we're back. Uh, so there's their explanation on it. Um, I'm going to tell you, like, okay, so a nine spot drop when you're trying to consider you know, the top 10 players in the country. I, you know, I, I don't think it's as big of a deal as it looks. Uh, people were like, well, he was top 10. Now he's not top 10. Uh, he's still top 20. You know, these look more dramatic. I'm going to say I, I buy their line of thinking on it. Uh, I get it. I, I do think Jordan Birch is, is a guy that's going to need development. Um, but, but I think his chances of being a top 10 draft pick, if he does develop, uh, be it at South Carolina or elsewhere, because at this point we can't rule anything out with him. Uh, I think he's got a good chance. I mean, I think he's quick off the edge. He's got the tools. He's a big guy. Um, I think what this is probably based on is when you're splitting hairs at the five-star level, you know, you got to weigh everything, including on-the-field performance. And I, I think maybe there were some times at Hammond this year where you know, the nicely televised game where he didn't shine. I thought he looked good in the Under Armour game. Um, I was not at the Under Armour practices, but, you know, I've, uh, you know, so I don't want to say anything about how those practices were evaluated. Uh, I've, I've, I've kind of seen some mistakes, especially with regards to South Carolina recruits uh, coming out of there for a few years. But I, I don't think this is, I don't think this is necessarily a mistake. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that, you know, I would have had Jordan Birch in the top 10 most likely. You know, I'm kind of partial to defensive linemen, <laughs> uh, but I, I understand their thinking. So I, I'm going to go with, you know, check mark on that one. Um, Marshawn Lloyd dropped seven spots. Again, that's not a big deal. He's remaining a numerical 95. Uh, they had him at 80. If that's where they feel like he is in the running back pecking order, um, that's fine. Uh, you can't really fault them because that's not a big, it's not like they dropped him. Um, you know that guy didn't play in any all-star games and I would have loved to have seen what would happen had he would had he done it um, 
But, you know, seven-spot drop, he's still a numerical 95. He's still a heck of a back. And I agree that he's, uh, you know, he's better. He's ranked ahead, slightly ahead of Kenny Milton. That's uh, going to Georgia from California. I've never been real high on him, uh, Kenny Milton, that is. So at least he's ahead of him uh, in these rankings. Personally, uh, I think Lloyd is probably one of the best backs in the country, looking at his measurables, looking at his film, uh, just kind of looking at, at what he does. Um, height and weight. I, I think, you know, quite frankly, I think he's a day one starter at South Carolina. Um, it, w- it would not surprise me in the least if he were not. And I don't really say that about any true freshman that often, but I, I just think that he's got a good shot just looking at kind of what he is. Uh, Muhammad Kaba dropped 18 spots um, to number 105 in the country. Uh, you know, I, I get it. He missed his senior year, missed the All-Star games, injury, knee injury. That could justify a slight drop again. You know, the 95 numerical remains. They're still very high on him. I think 24-7 has him higher than anybody else. Uh, I think they're right on that. Um, so I get that. Uh, and then the next guy moved up. Um, Eric Shaw moved up 198 spots to 106 in the country. Uh, to a 95 numerical, that's probably going to push his composite up to four stars. I see why they did it based on his all-star performances at, at, at Alabama, Mississippi. He was just really good on both sides of the ball, one of the best players there. Uh, I understand it. Maybe I wouldn't have gone as high as 106 in the country, but, you know, sometimes you go big or go go home. So, you know, I, I, I understand why they moved him up. Don't know that I would have gone that high on Eric Shaw. But, you know, like I said, I, I didn't see him down in Alabama, Mississippi. I'm basing this on film and kind of feedback and stuff like that. So uh, a Gamecock commit did move up significantly. And there's more that moved up, so stay tuned. <laughs> Alex Huntley dropped 20 spots. Not understand. I mean, I, I, 20 is, you know, not that big of a deal. I think he's still a 92 um, in the grand scheme of things. It looks like a big deal, but um, – I think Alex Huntley had a good enough all-star performance to where he needs to stay in the top 200 in the country. That's just me. Uh, But I certainly get it. Um, I think Boogie, as they call him, uh, is an upside guy, tremendous athlete, good feet uh, for the defensive tackle position. Just going to have to, you know, speed of the game, physicality of the game, all that good stuff. You know, when he gets to Carolina, uh, I think that's going to be, you know, the thing he's going to have to do. But I think that the – Upside is there, and I think he's exactly what you want at defensive tackle uh, in the against the teams the Gamecocks play. Uh, sometimes I'll, I I think it's uh, a little cliche sometimes to go in the SEC because you know you start saying in the SEC, people are like, well, there's a really good ACC team on your schedule too, and so against the schedule the Gamecocks play. How about that? Um, another guy that moved up a bunch of spots into the top two forty seven. This surprised me, though I know Charles Power, who uh, we heard him earlier about Jordan Birch. Love this guy's film out the gate. I did, too. The only question was size. Uh, and then he goes to camp at South Carolina and shows tremendous athleticism. You know, remember Miami came in and tried to flip him. Really good player. Trey Jones out of Abbeville High School. Numerical grade rocking in at a 92 in the top 247 at number 242 overall in the country. Moved him up in the state rankings quite a bit, too. So 
hats off to Trey Jones. And, and you know, here's the, here's the idea here. Trey Jones is going to come in. He's going to be super athletic, sort of like A.J. Cam. He's going to get bigger. Going to be a player that, you know, we remember, we remember what A.J. Cam was drafted third round uh, for a guard that's high. Uh, you, you put him in the middle end of the top 247, he goes and has a great career, he gets drafted in the third round, you, you're right. Uh, so I understand the thought process there, uh, rolling Trey Jones. Uh, hard to say if I like totally agree with it or not because I haven't seen the other guards. Uh, I will say this, I, I, don't, I don't think this is kind of a crazy move <laughs> because, you know, I'd be surprised if as many – projected guards had that kind of athleticism so you know all in all those are the guys in the top 247 to pay attention to I skipped over one and I'm going to go back to it because this is probably the one I don't understand Luke Doty was 65th in the country he dropped 108th I understand he broke his hand I understand he had an injury he didn't play out his year it would have been great to have seen him you know play in all-star games and all that I don't think that that eliminates what he accomplished on the field in pads as a player. And I, I think that's what makes Luke Doty special, uh, is what he does in pads on the field on Friday night. Whether that's running the ball, throwing the ball, do what it, doing whatever. And, and I understand sometimes with injuries, just like with Muhammad Kaba, you do drop somewhat. I think 43 is a, a pretty significant drop. Especially when this it's not a career-ending type of injury. Um, and he's a guy that's probably going to have a really good career at South Carolina. So with Doty, I, you know, that surprised me a little bit uh, just in terms of, you know, some of the other quarterbacks rising or whatever. You know, everybody's kind of sold on this guy. And then, you know, you, you have a, an injury late in the year um, – and he drops. You know, that may be one to ask Charles Power and, and Barton about on the message board. I'm sure they have a, a good reason um, for doing that. There may be a good explanation. But I, I thought, you know, you're talking about a top 60, top 70 player, and then, you, you know, now he's out of the top 100 nationally. If we still had like a top 100 and that was kind of the benchmark, you know, he's out. And I don't know that he deserved to be out. That's uh, based on that, based on kind of – his career as a quarterback at Myrtle Beach and, and what he can do on the field in pads with the lights on. But, you know, hey, we'll see what happens uh, with that. So forgot about him when I was going through the top two. But still, so you, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, counting Birch. Gamecock commits in the top 247. So that's a good solid number, you know. After a four to eight year and all that good stuff, uh, I think this shows number one the coaching staff's pretty good at recruiting. I think it shows number two the new facility. Uh, everybody doesn't understand, you know, it hadn't contributed to wins. Well, they just opened it, and I know they had a bad year with the new facility. But hey, they, I think that new facility helps attract guys and get them interested and all that. It's a nice bell and whistle. Uh, I think it's the number five ranked facility in the country according to 24-7 sports. So I think that helps. And, um, you know, that's, that's a tribute uh, to, I think, you know, the way the Gamecocks are trying to put this thing together. Now, does that mean wins automatically? No. Uh, does that mean Will Muschamp's going to turn it around and, and, and all that? You know, I think it's all to be determined. 
But as far as the recruiting aspect of it, I think this is as good as can be expected. Other guys uh, to talk about here, Rico Powers, wide receiver commit from Georgia. He remains a four-star per 24-7 sports at a 90. Jaheim Bell from Valdosta, who I think is a very special player. Uh, Again, a player that had an injury this year that was unfortunate. Probably could have gone a little higher. He's at 90, four stars. Uh, An in-state target, Jerkari Caldwell from Northwestern. I've talked about him. Uh, probably maybe being the next in-state wide receiver that ends up blowing up late, and he sort of has down to Carolina, Tennessee right now. Um, has not committed yet. Visits this weekend. He's a 90. And then they drop Tonka Hemingway, which, you know, here's the deal with Tonka Hemingway. If you're projecting long-term, you have to take a leap of faith with him. Number one, you know, he's got testing numbers out there that aren't all that great. Number two, he, he gained weight, lost weight, projects as a D tackle. What are you going to do? And, and number three, you just got to you got to put your faith in this guy that once he gets in a college program, he's going to be one of those guys that can go play ball. I think he's one of those guys that can just go play ball. Uh, but I understand putting him as a high three star because you just don't know. And his brother was kind of the same way. His brother, Junior Hemingway, ran four eight. A wide receiver, you know, and didn't look all that good the couple of times I saw him. Um, signed with Michigan, uh, I think even the Gamecock coaching staff was like, well, you know, if he wants to go to Michigan, let him go. And he had a great career, played in the NFL. Surprised me. And and so, you know, it's hard to say one brother will do the same as the other, but you got to understand, Tonka's been playing three sports. You know, he in training for football year-round. He's just out there competing, which I think that's good. I think guys that play multiple sports have an edge to them. Um, you know, because you want to know the guy that's going to make the big stop on fourth and one in the fourth quarter. You know, I will take the guy, you know, mentally. And I'm not saying physically because you got to have the physical tools as well, and hopefully those get you know developed because I don't think he's void of that. But I, I'll take the guy that can hit the free throw or the front end of the one-and-one with a minute to go down two or down one in the state playoff game in basketball are the guys going to come in with the bases loaded and 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 nobody out and get you out of a jam in baseball um over the guy that looks really good in shorts in a camp and talking Hemingway super productive super productive uh in on the football field um, so, so that's why, you know, rating rating aside, and I think his composite may come down some, may come down to the three-star range because of this. Ratings aside, I think that's why Taki Hemingway has a chance. I think that's why you absolutely take him if you're the Gamecocks. Uh, and I think that's why he's going to be good. And there's some people that feel, you know, out there that he could be better than all of them. You know, just let him get in there, let him go to the training table, let him – Get ready to go. It's a developmental sport. People have to keep that in mind. Um, but also that being said, I understand when it's developmental and you're looking at numbers, uh, you're trying to project, then I think there's complete justification for, for dropping him. Now, you know, I'm, I'm, that I'm, I gave you the reasons why he may outplay uh, the ranking there. But, you know, you look at it, and this is just according to 24-7 sports. So there's three, four, seven, nine. So 10 guys rated four stars or better by 24-7, including seven in the top 247. I I think that's that's a good solid number. 
And then you never know how to, how the composite will turn out. Hemingway may sneak in there and give you an eleventh. You know, you're talking about more than half the class is rated four or five stars, and you know, I I, I think that's a solid numerical class. Uh, I think that you know, as I said earlier, it's uh there's not that much difference. You know, when you, when it gets right down to it, and I like a lot of the guys that are three stars too. So we will see at the end of the day. Uh, what happens with Jordan Birch? Um, I just wanted to give you guys this update uh, on the release of the top 247, the recruiting rankings, um, and want to let you hear a little bit of an explanation on Birch specifically uh, from Barton and Charles Power. All right, so this has been an ITG Daily special. Don't forget tomorrow, ITG Daily again in the morning. Uh, and then Tony and I with the Inside Football Hour, like we do each and every Wednesday. Uh, We'll roll that out, too. I appreciate each and every one of you listening. This is J.C. Sherbert. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, everyone.